This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock, James III, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Blah, 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 blah. James, we go through this. Actually, that fits this movie. It fits I mean, this movie a little it bit. Is, it, it is somewhat appropriate. Fits this movie. I don't a like bit. that you do it. I don't either. Appropriate for this. Uh, is stuff. that is that appropriation? Am I appropriating gunshot? Well, you're, no, black, you're black, dude. So I wait, wait, damn it, no. <laughs> oh wait, is that <laughs> gunshots? No. Is that a black thing? What are we doing? Well, he said. Well, the way he's saying it is kind of. You're right. It is the way he's saying it is like kind of. Um, I'm not trying Ooh. to. I'm just trying to be excited, guys. We are reviewing <laughs> the film. Dope. Everyone kept asking. I thought people were asking us to do this movie for months. Yeah, there was a point when it made sense to do it, and we were like, there we can't. There were so many different times. Like, when it first came out, we were like, we should do it. Then we were like, oh, we took too long. And I don't know if anybody saw it, because the film only made just shy of $18 million at the box office. And you know you what? Know. Had we done it earlier, maybe we would have, like, bumped that All up. All right. I wish we that <laughs> had impact. That's, that's the power that Black Men Can't Jump has. <laughs> I mean, look, it's on Netflix, so hopefully everybody should be watching right, this. You watch but then it. when it first came out on Netflix, we were like, all right, now we should do it. And I don't know why we, we didn't. didn't do it. I guess because the Oscar stuff was happening, and then, yeah. But yeah. anyway, we're doing it now. We're doing yeah. it now. I mean, almost, what's so funny about this movie, almost everybody is kind of like on the bubble right now. Uh, Shmeek Moore is now on the Get Down, coming out yeah. on Netflix in August. Yeah. Uh, who else? I mean, ASAP Rocky is ASAP Rocky. Is ASAP Rocky? I mean, he was always. You know, um, he was always ASAP uh, Rocky. Uh, Shmeek Moore is the star of this film, by the way. Plays yes. the character Malcolm. And Curacy Clemens is now Curacy in Curacy Clemens is Neighbors be Two. In Neighbors Two. Yeah. And uh, where? I mean, Zoe Kravitz has been rocking it, but she was in Mad Max that same year. She's coming out. Uh, she's going to be in um, what's that movie? She has an indie album, but the one thing Zoe is doing is no, Zoe is saying, thing. "Oh, the Divergent series, I think." Yeah, 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 she's in that. She's in that, but she's like speaking out now. Like she's she actually is talking about you know serious diversity issues. How she brought up that she wasn't even allowed to audition right for uh, the Dark Knight Returns because they said they didn't want the character to be uh, urban. Right, and if you know which Zoe, ca- uh, Cat- uh, Dark- not Catwoman, Catwoman's friend. Um, oh, what is her name in the comics? Catwoman has a friend. Yeah, her. it's like she has a bigger role in the comics, but in the movie, it was like she was in there for just like one scene where you see her at home and like she helps her out. But you I'll know what though, she would have been really urban. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about well, Zoe to Kravitz, be fair, the Dark Knight Returns uh, it's set in a white suburban uh, town. Right. Yeah, it's in, a, it's in the middle of the yeah. suburbs, and, uh, yeah, and it's I really believe- important that nobody is urban in it. Yeah. yeah I mean, do you ever hear Gotham this? City? Is Gotham? Yeah, Gotham yeah. is Gotham. Gotham is like it's very, very, very non-urban. It's like yeah, a, it's not a it's not a diverse it's city. city. It's not a diverse city with crime. Yeah, and, you know, it's not. People don't call you know New York Gotham City because of its you know high buildings and diverse yeah. population. You know, yeah. No, no. If you think about Zoe Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz is it's like a rocker. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. She is literally the least, which is funny hey, that she's hey. in this movie playing a hood hey, person. Hey. She isn't hood at all. She is like very like rockery, which hey, is great. Hey, what? What's up, Zoe Kravitz? Hey, Zoe. <laughs> Wait, did you just? Yo, I'm did surprised Raylock did that. Oh mid, my just mid. We're trying to celebrate her, <laughs> just in the middle of for it. the record. For the record, that was not me. That John was Milligan. Jonathan Braylock. That was Jonathan Braylock during our celebration of Zoe saying, Kravitz. I'm just saying, what's up? 
You know what? I mean, no, I, I don't know. I don't. I just say, nah, 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 man. You, you, nah, man. You took a moment. You got quiet. When have you ever said what's up to anybody we have been discussing? Exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. Like, all right, we're going to talk about this movie. Yeah, but also, what? we got to give a shout out to, I'm so mad. I can mispronounce his last name. Jib, out. Tony uh, Rivoli. Rivoli. He was in. Um, uh, oh, uh, he was in. Um, uh, uh, kingdom, uh, not Kingdom. No, um, not Moonrise uh, the, Kingdom. The, 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 the hotel, Grand Budapest Hotel. But he's also now so cast in Spider Man. Budapest Hotel. Oh yeah, he's, he's, in, in, a, he's in a new Spider Man now. Is dope. He's one of his friends. We don't know what character he is, but he's in Spider Man now, which is super dope. Cool. Good for you, I'm bro. Mad. I wish that. I mean, the cast of this movie is really great. I mean, that? Yeah. wait, what? Nah, it's just because like, like enough. You know what I mean? Like John Braylock already starred in Spider Man Two. It's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, John Braylock starred in Spider Man Two. In the Amazing Spider-Man Two, just go back and watch the Amazing Spider-Man Two and just revel in how, yeah, <laughs> riveting, riveting <laughs> the performance, amazing performance yeah, from Jonathan Braylon yeah. in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I mean, he does the single tear, and it's magical. It's a magical it? single um, tear. Yo, I can't wait to talk about this right, movie. This movie is dope. so do- oh damn it. This movie is I can't so even say this movie dope. is so dope because okay. it's dope. Okay, so. <laughs> what, do we, what else do we need to say? 86% of Rotten Tomatoes. Didn't, uh, it didn't really get uh, any love, zero love from the Academy. Academy, you know, famously. Sundance. I mean, so the, like, it got some love from Sundance. Got some Sundance it got some love. Sundance love, which but, uh, is, you know. Yeah, I, in my opinion, and I don't. So we, you want to do a, a initial thoughts? Hope we well, wait, we should just say what the movie is. Oh, oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So Dope is the story of uh, a high school kid who lives in Englewood. Mm-hmm. Lost in you know suburb of Los Angeles, black uh, nerd. Uh, he's a black nerd. He's into nineties uh, hip hop and nineties just nostalgia, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's got two friends, uh, and they have a little band. And basically, he gets uh, he gets tangled up in a drug uh, thing scheme. Yeah, he's got to get out. So you know, he accidentally picks up a bag. Actually, not accidentally. They they put the drugs in. They the put bag. the drugs in the bag, and they, um, he doesn't know that the drugs and know. a gun. He realizes it's there. Then all of a sudden, there are people after him trying to get the drugs. And then, if you haven't seen the movie, you should go watch it. But here's where spoilers are coming in. So you know, just know that's about to happen. Basically, <laughs> he gets to a place where he gets to the, the, the drugs to the person who he thinks. You know, we'll end his journey, but that person's like, nah, you got to sell those drugs. Now you got to sell And so then he drugs. has to sell the drugs, and then, uh, yeah, that's about it. And he has to figure out his life, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yo, this movie, man. It's a great movie. It's a so dope it's a, movie. And, and it's a comedy. It, it, even though all of that stuff sounds somewhat serious, they managed to very much keep it a comedy. And, okay, I'm doing initial thoughts. Go cool. ahead, yeah, go ahead. So, like, the reason that I love this movie, the reason I actually, and I, I'm not... I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm not being, uh, what do you call it? Exa- I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating at all. This was my favorite movie of 2015. I can agree with that. Um, and the reason being is because, one, it is first and foremost hilarious. So funny. So many amazing funny moments. Two, the acting is incredible. Then the writing is also incredible and so is the direction. Quick, and the editing. Oh yeah, one editing Sundance. The, the editing was. Oh, a, did it? Yeah, it should have. It should have. The editing is amazing, and and then it, it manages to be. It manages to speak to issues that matter and touch on the concepts of race in a way that is both um, important but also not preachy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save maybe the final moment of the film, but. Uh, it, it's it's done in a way that is just 
it kind of disguises how much it's really subverting expectations and fleshing out characters. Uh, and yeah, it's just like, it's so, I can talk on and on about it, but it's like, I was blown away when I first saw it. And then when I watched it again for this, I was like, oh my God, like this movie is so good. And it's really, it's a crime that it didn't get not, I mean, like, I wish more people knew about it. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. That's my, well, I mean, thought. I thought this movie was great as well. I saw this movie two times in theaters when it came out. I mean, the thing about this movie that's so cool, though, is this movie takes, like, this kid from the projects. They they, they show you that he's smart. They show you that he's still in the projects, and, he, and, and he's kind of nerdy. And what he has to deal with while dealing with bangers, but it never paints the bangers of, as horrible people. Like, for instance, even... Even his run-ins with the Bloods who, like, steal his shoes and um, Keith Stanford, who's the guy who plays him, Bug, I felt sorry for his character at one point in the movie. And I'm like, that is true emotion. Like, ASAP Rocky, and I usually hate, hate rappers in movies, but ASAP Rocky was so charming. And, like, even his character, I just couldn't hate on. It's like, this dude was, you know, he cared about this kid a little bit. He still was kind of a dick, but he still cared about this geeky kid. I mean, the female characters were great. I mean, Diggy, I mean, I can't think of the last time I've seen a black lesbian in a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she was so cool. Like, she was so dope. Like, she loved the same shit that everyone else loved. But then also she had moments where uh, they touched on religion, like, especially in the black community. Yeah. And how they were trying to save her. And she's like, you know what? It might have worked. I saw Justin Bieber. I got a little moist. And, you know, like, that <laughs> oh stuff God, is funny. funny. I mean, even, even Zoe, I mean, uh, Zoe Kravitz who plays, like, you know, the love of the movie, didn't take any shit from either dude. You know, she didn't want one of those niggas, you know, and she was studying. Like, she, you know, she was studying up, trying to get her GED, which I was like, good for you, sister. Like, that stuff was so cool to me. The fact that he had an Indian best friend as well. (laughs) And they even touched on the fact of how he can say the N-word but uh, the white uh, drug dealer. Oh, like, right. We didn't talk Good. about. Yeah. Uh, what's was it? Uh, Blake. 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 Was it Blake? Uh, Blake Anderson. Blake, Blake Anderson. Anderson. From, uh, from uh, Workaholics. Yeah. I so mean, funny. that was great. And then also this movie, the one thing I loved is that this was, like, I grew up watching hood movies. So I remember watching The Wood. And <laughs> Officer Stacy that's in this movie was in this movie, The Wood, as the blood and who used to beat up the kids, who were, just, who were the geeky kids, used to beat them up. And like in this movie, he's protecting them now. And he even says at one point, I grew up with your, uh, your parents. Ask them about Stacy. Ask about Stacy. It's like, it's so, like, to me, that detail is Wait, so is crazy. Wait, is that a call? Uh, it's, yeah, a call it's a callback back to his character to in Dope. Wood. His character in, 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 in Dope, in the wood, is named Stacy. Yeah. Like, he's a blood. He, he is that. He, he is that exact dude. He's a wow. blood who beats up the geeky dudes, but then, like, takes care of him in the end. And in this movie, he's protecting him, asking him about Stacy. Like, and then, hold on, last thing. <laughs> Shout out to Forrest Whitaker, because Forrest Whitaker yeah. on the low. And I don't know how many, I know we were talking about, like, how many black people give back. I don't know how many other actors and people help get movies made. But Forrest Whitaker, at this point, helped get Fruitvale Station. Dear white people, like I mean, dope. Like he's a production company. Yeah, he's producing them. Like he's the one who helped you know everyone in Sunday. Like shout out to him. So I just love this movie. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, I I love this movie too. I I didn't see it um, when it was in theaters. The first time I saw it was a few months ago on Netflix. And I you know I'm a big fan of I'm a huge nostalgia 
uh, guy. Like anything that like calls back to stuff, I love it. So like the the music and the just sort of like the 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 nostalgia factor there is like really got me. Um, I love the way that uh, uh, specifically the way that they use the music to like score moments and like and like. Uh, uh, the the like like changes in the music affect changes in the, the yeah. storytelling, which I thought was like like that stuff is like really cool. I love that it's like a really simple story and um and like it's never like it's never like they're forcing anything or it's never like they're trying too hard. It's just like we're just like following these people on this uh on this journey that's like out of their hands. So like I I mean why I think the you, movie's dope. Why do you think you didn't see it in theaters? Um, I mean, I the only movies that I see in theaters now are like terrible movies. Okay, you could say that, but like the <laughs> only movie that you know, the only movies that I see in theaters are like superhero movies and like you know movies that are like Did movies that need it? to be seen on the big screen. Did you? Yeah, know no, because because we were talking about going. Oh, to, going we we, we almost went to see yeah, it uh, uh, together. Um, you know, so like just like no. You know, I just didn't see it because, like, the types of movies that I go to see in the theater are, like, those big spectacle movies. And it was I mean, wacky. that's literally just the time. When I go to the yeah. theater, that's did what I go to see. Did you see Concussion in theaters? I did, but I, I saw it because I got, a free, got free tickets. Ah. Remember? We, we yeah. already talked about Yeah, but I, think, I don't think this movie was wide released. I remember I had to see it at, no, like... It no, no, we, was we, it? Yeah, we could go that. see it. Uh, I remember I had, I had I to see it at, like, Rico. a special... I had to see it at, like, one of those, like... Not special theaters, one of those like indie theaters when it came out. Oh, I saw Maybe. it. At Re- I got oh, saw it at Regal Cinemas. Yeah, it wasn't a huge. I don't think it was as wide released as like, you know, Jurassic World was. But I think it, I think it came out in enough. I think people around the nation could see it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. So where where should we start? I, I don't mean, know. We can, dude, we can like, go just, through the movie. I mean, can, can we just talk about Shamik more? And the thing about yeah. what I think the audience should know is sometimes I know I personally hate on like uh, YouTubers and like social media people getting in films. Right. So I don't know if people know, but Shamik Moore started as one of those. Like, I did not know that. Yeah. He was, was actually what? discovered because um, he used to like, he sings, he raps, he dances. Um, he does comedy. Oh, he dances at the end of this movie. Oh, and he goes in. And he yeah, goes in. I was great. just watching him. I was it's like, great. damn, he's so good at it. No, he's going it's great. in. <laughs> so he technically was discovered um, by Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon put him... Like, Nick Cannon at one point had uh, SNL kind of show on Nickelodeon or whatever. <laughs> Shmeek was on that show. Or Cartoon Network, right? No, it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? Teen Nick, sorry. Teen Nick. Because that's who Nick runs, Teen Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was on that show. And... He, oh, who did he, he apparently, which I think is something like a lot of actors do, but like it worked for him. He like kept emailing, I gotta look it up. He kept like sending letters and emailing like some particular artist. Um, and they like helped him out. And I feel like that is such a cool thing. And the fact that he was so, there are moments in this movie where you could see the fear he had and like the nervousness. Like yeah. when he's, at one point when he's, um, Trying to measure out the dope in the in the science room for oh, the first yeah, time, his, his hands so are just so shaky. Yeah, it, it's like you saw fear, you saw his love of like Zoe's character. It was like just yeah, there's something like very compelling about about him and his performance in this. Um, that's like where it's like very it, natural. It's very natural. It's like very natural, and like you can you you sort of believe it's it's that thing of like where you could put a camera on him, and so long as you know the scenario, yeah, 
you can like see that whole world happen. He's geeky, yeah. but not weak. Because he also has, to me, he's he's kind of like a, like an Elijah Wood. Like Elijah Wood when he was a younger actor, like they don't have to say much. Yeah, and there's so much going on in their yeah. facial expressions and their just their body movements. Like the film literally ends with him like getting it. You don't even. I I oh my god, this movie is the, the one of the things that I love about this movie is that it believes that its audience is smart. Yes. And it doesn't yeah. try to dumb yeah. anything down. Like, one of the things I hate so much about movies, it's like a small pet peeve, but, like, when they show college acceptance letters or rejection letters, they, like, they always show, like, the college letter and, like, the same, like, and then you have to, like regular 8x11, or not 8x11, that, like, that envelope size where oh, it's yeah. like, no, no, no. When you get an acceptance letter to a college, it comes into, like, this huge yeah. thing. Yeah. And so you see the huge thing, and then they're like, just in case somebody's watching this who's never gotten one of these, right. I'm going to open it up. I'm not going to be like, Mom, I got accepted. He just he opens it up, he looks at it, and then he's kind of like something watches over him, and he just looks at the camera, like kind of gives this little, just just the smallest of like smiles, and it and yeah. it cuts out. Yeah. And I was like, that like it's so it's so minute, but there's so much in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not this big like oh my god about you know it's not show it's not like presentational. It's just like everything's happening in him, and he's just like uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the part where he – we're skipping around. Like, even the part where uh, uh, the blood takes – like, there's one part. He gets he gets money. I'm trying to remember his name. And the blood, oh, you want to talk about that part. Yeah, and, the, and, 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 and the guy who's been teasing him trying to take his shoes steals his bag full of money, and he pulls out a gun on this guy. And the thing is, normally you don't feel bad for the bully, right? Yeah. This moment, I felt bad for Everyone in the scene. I felt yeah. bad for the drug dealer. I mean, for the for the gangster. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for his friends witnessing yeah. the emotion that his friend is so desperate. He pulled this gun out, and he's like, "The it's a slow cry too. It's like the it's like a real cry. You see it slowly build up. You see his eyes turn red, and it's just right. I mean, that I mean to talk about that moment. That's one yeah. of the strongest." Like uh, the strong, one of the strongest scenes in the movie, and one of the most powerful uh, messages I think the movie has. Right, where like, where like in the beginning, you know, we see that he he just he talks about who he is. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a a geek. You know, and I live in this neighborhood, and like there are only certain things. You know, the, on a worse day, you know, like I'm just gonna get into a fight. On, on the worst day, I'm gonna I'm no, I'm gonna get beat up by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like th- there's this idea that like you know he has a path that he will always be on and it will never change, right? Then at the then there's this moment where where he is pulling a gun on someone because they've taken his drug money that he has worked so hard to like you know what I mean like like where yeah, it's like man. where it's like it's like it's like he's not in this gang, but the, and this gang like also like only just wants to take stuff from him they don't want to like they don't want to hurt him they don't want to you know what i mean like it's like it's they yeah no i know what you're saying well there's like it's a well it's the capitalization of this of this moment of showing you and it's one of the things that uh the the film deals with one of the themes is you know nobody not most people don't choose this life like this life happens to people Mm -hmm. and then and so, basically, the film takes this guy who you meet in the beginning. He's so likable. He's so quiet. He's like clearly very intelligent from the from the beginning of the movie. He's like talking to his mom, and you realize like this is a really smart kid. You know what I mean? He's going places. He's applying to Harvard. Like he'll probably get in. You know what I mean? Like he 
can make it out of this, you know, and we're rooting for him so much that by the time this moment happens, you're like, wait a minute, how did this kid that we started with get to this point where he's literally pulling a gun on another human being and threatening to shoot them over drug money? Because, like, those are the facts. Yeah. He pulled a gun on his classmate and he's threatening to shoot them over drug money. And it's like, we know all the stuff that led up to that. But the fact of the matter is, in real life, people take snapshots of people. They don't care what your backstory yeah. is. Yeah. They don't care. what they. All they know is, no, nah, you have a gun, an illegal gun in your hand, and you got drug money. You know what I mean? And you're, you're willing to shoot somebody over some drug money. And you're like, damn, like, maybe this isn't as simple as we think you know when they have the war on drugs when they have that kind of stuff it's like, i mean the war on drugs oh my god but what i'm saying yeah. is what i'm saying is uh, it's so easy on a on a gut level on like a shallow thinking level to say i mean what's wrong with the war on drugs drugs are bad people who sell drugs are bad people who kill people over drugs and money are bad you know what i mean it's so easy to just think yeah and you're and it's like on a on a ethereal level that's true but then it's like, what, what happens? Like, why do people choose this life? And yeah. what if they don't actually choose it? You know what I mean? Like, I think what, anybody watching this movie would be like, I mean, he, he kind of had no choice, right? Well, that's yeah. the thing that people say all the time. It's like, I mean, if you think about rap in particular, mo- almost every rapper would tell you, at least back in the day, that we didn't choose this life. It was given to us. Like, yeah. that's the thing people say. And the thing is, this movie touches on the fact that these people in this urban areas, they have humanity. You know, like, for instance, yes, at the end of the day, this dude is selling drugs, right? And I know how far-fetched it is that, like, you you get the drugs in the bag and now you're forced to sell it. Like, yeah. But initially, that guy threatens his family, his mom, and his friends. And it's like, what else can he do? Right. You know, what else can this dude do? And the thing that makes it so crazy is at the end of the movie, when he gives his monologue, he tells the story of two students. The the, the straight-A student who does nothing wrong, but also the other student who's doing everything he can, but also has his whole other life. And he's like, what's the difference between the two? Well, yeah, basically he's telling the story. He's telling the two different aspects of himself that are happening that both exist. Both are reality. Mm-hmm. Even though you listen to one and you're like, well, that, and then well, he's that's like, this person. That's and this person. Th- and, and this, this is, is a clearly person. that other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's this way that the way that we think about people. Uh, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like, it's so easy to take, Something like, oh, well, racists see black people and they just think they're X, Y, Z. They're bad. They're like gangsters. They, they like drugs, blah, blah, all that stuff. And, you know, the fact of the matter is there's so much, there's so much depth, you know what I mean, to it. Almost more so than people who, who, are, are, who hear that ra- racist comment or hear somebody who's racist and they're like, oh, I'm not like that person. I know black people are good people, but there are drug people. There are people who are drug dealers who aren't good, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing where sometimes people always say, uh, like, I know it's been said to me, it's like, oh, you're not like one of those people. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. like, technically, I'm exactly from exactly that same place. <laughs> so there's a scene in this movie that I think, I remember seeing it with a friend, and she's like, oh, that's, that's not real. There's a scene very early on in the movie where he's talking to... Um, yeah, we were doing this movie back. I know. It's crazy. It's just so exciting. Let's try to go. Yeah. <laughs> start it's like, yeah, start start um, at the very beginning of this movie... Uh, Shmeek Moore's character is with like his counselor and he's reviewing his paper okay, and saying yes. how he's going to go to Harvard. Or he wants to go to Harvard. And the counselor says like, 
who you think you are. Well, because so his essay is the the uh, the personal essay that he's yeah. writing to yeah. to submit to Harvard is about ice cubes. I think it's about the today. Is it's like day. he's trying to find that good day, right? Yeah, or no? No, or, it was about it was it was it's it was just about, purely about Ice Cube's yeah, good day. Ice Cube's like, good how day. How he feels yeah. about the song. How and he feels. And about what he says is is of um uh what, what's what's the guy who does the astrology all the time? All the he says stuff? he says uh, uh, if Neil deGrasse Tyson was writing about Ice Cube, this, this is, is what this is, is what he right. <laughs> but the, the point I want to bring up is that like <laughs> sometimes you? that's what schools do though, like. For instance, if you're like a suburban kid or maybe a white kid, or not even a white kid, but if you're like a kid from the suburbs, most likely your school you're going to is trying to help you get to like college and do good stuff. Some of these schools in the hood, these teachers are tired. They're just trying to get you out. Yeah. You know, and like that is a straight up reflection of what some of those schools are. Like these schools that close down, these schools that have no money for arts. It's like, why are you doing creative thinking? Who how dare you think you can do this? We're trying to get you to a community college. Right. Like that's literally the thought is going. Well, but then I even, think- but even his motives though, were like, were like as good as that is, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter but because that's not what they're looking. Yeah. For. Cause they're not looking for that. But they want to hear from you. They're like, they're, they don't care about you. They don't care about your freaking ice cube bull crap. What they want to hear is a poor. Cause he's like, I could write the fact that I'm like a poor kid, like living in a rough neighborhood and have to, deal with the struggles of like gang violence and like i pick myself up and blah 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 and he's like yeah exactly but my thing is what, right. that what would he do though say his character was in the suburbs would a teacher tell him like what would the teacher tell him then exactly well, that's something out yeah right that's, that's, what I'm that's, saying. that's if another he's a white kid in this neighborhood would the teacher still say the same yeah. thing to him no because people don't care about that but what i love though too is that his character um even when it wasn't him when he's talking to uh zoe kravitz's character she's like oh, i just trying to get my ged and go to um you know community college she's like you can probably set your heights higher than that. And it's like, no matter what, like, I love the positivity that this kid had. It's like, yeah. no matter what, no matter where you are, you can do better than what is what you expect. Yeah. You know, it's like, even the fact that she's like, she only deals with like the niggas around the way, he's like, you can get better than that. Yeah. It's like, that's a cool message to have. It's like, this kid, this black kid from a fucked up area still has hope. And I feel like, how often do we see a movie where people like this have hope man well the other thing too is it's even more than just that he has hope it's like what he's trying to do is like look you don't have to be as smart as me to set yourself sights higher like people look at me and they're like okay you are a smart kid here like you're the one of the kids who will make it which i i I, i'm sure like happens i know just because i listen to like this american life and stuff like that people like talk about they single out like like the kids who are doing really well and they're like look we can't help out everybody but we can help that dude you know what I yeah, mean? He's yeah. the A plus student. All right. And then they tell the A plus student, by the way, though, like this is the reality of life. People are still going to see you as black. So you need to play into that. Don't be trying to do this other stuff. Like what people, what pulls at their heartstrings is hearing about a poor black kid from a bad neighborhood getting out. So do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's like, nah, I just want to be me. Like I don't want this. I don't want my race to be the defining factor about me. Yeah, or where you're from, too. It's like, right. how or often... Where it, yeah. Like, it, it, it's such one of those things where where you're from, how you speak, is is almost defining who you are. It's like, if you dress a certain way, if you act a certain way, that already gives someone an idea of who you... Like, just what you represent. Like, yeah. this dude was from the hood, kind of still spoke with an accent, but was smart. His friends were smart. Like, Diggy... Diggy was smart as hell, the female character, Diggy. Okay, great. Um, I know. We're like looking at it. Sorry, yeah. No, I... uh, 
Yeah, I loved that stuff. I loved the the early description of like of like who they are, and and who he was. You know, like, um, but in thinking about like <laughs> the way he was behaving, isn't that character the the kid who got shot? Is his name White oh, Tony? White, White Tony. Tony. That's what they call him, White right? Tony. Call I wasn't him sure White if I was Tony. I wasn't sure if I was hearing that wrong so or White not. White Tony like, is a black dude. Is a black <laughs> geek with the, you know with yeah. gla- r- black rim glasses, and he was playing a Game Boy, and. Uh, freaking gangsters come in and shoot up the place and kill him. But this whole scene is completely comedic and it's actually funny. You're literally laughing at a <laughs> a dude getting shot because of gang violence. Yeah, yeah, the, because, the, yeah, yeah. Go you go no, ahead. You, no, it's funny because the thing is that makes it so funny is that the sad part is not that he died, but the fact that he got the highest score. Yeah. And like, and not only that, but he has this crazy comic book collection that no one can get to now. <laughs> like, it's like it's so sad, but it's like, the, like what are the comic books going to do? They're going to go to waste. Well, they gotta, yeah, they're just you know, going to go, go, go to waste. But it's like they were just setting up this point of like, damn, like White Tony died. Like yeah. this is like that's the neighborhood that they live in. Um, okay, so wait, I want to talk about ASAP Rocky's character, Dom. 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 So basically, Dom is a is a gangbanger. He's I don't. I don't know. He's a drug dealer. He's one of the drug dealers. They specified. It's different between drug dealers and the bangers. Yeah, so it's like it's you can either go – there's a blood gathering happening or you can go down uh, the drug dealer, the street with the drug dealer. And the drug dealer is one of – That's still a gang though, right? No, the drug dealer is like technically like – I guess he's not. Well, drunk. no, he's but not like slinging by himself. But the idea was the idea was that yeah, though, like so. that. It, I mean, well, sure, he runs with a crew of people. But the idea yeah, was that like bangers, one was was they the bangers, gang, they, one group I mean, was they the were gang, more and the bangers other. than the bloods. Were but that's what they were. Bit. But that's what they were trying to say. Yeah. They were just trying to separate that, like, like this. Oh, oh, okay. So basically, it seemed like to me <laughs> they were young bloods. It was like bloods who were like who weren't like in it, in it. Well, no, even the bloods, the bloods on the street were. But the thing is, like. Like the, they get a the, video. The, I know it's like the bangers are the ones that are like fighting over like turf and respecting turf. Right. The drug dealers are the ones that's trying to make money. So the only yeah. time they're gonna they mess with business. you if you messing with the money. Right. Yeah. The bangers are gonna mess with you just if you like ain't from around the way. Got it. Got it. You're you right. Know? Those are that's so okay. There you go. And so basically he the, he 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 starts this relationship with them because he has to go this other way because the bloods are down this street and they're blocking off their path, their usual path home. And they have his shoes in the video. So his shoe, oh, his, oh, yeah, I don't even want to peep it. His Jordan <laughs> yeah. is in the video. His Jordan's in the video. It's so, oh my God. His Jordan is so in the video. Smart and subtle. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're like, I mean, like just the comment of like the bloods are making a YouTube video yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. And they don't like, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's, it just brings an extra level of depth you know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. movies usually don't. They usually just like those are the gangbangers, and yeah. they and and that they're painted in that light. But you don't see like gangbangers like making a YouTube video, like showing who they really are, which is like children. Yeah, and the thing you is, you know like, what I mean? Like the mature factor is like way down. Yeah, yeah. They're making a YouTube video with this holding a sneaker that they just stole from a freaking high school kid, and they go down the drug dealer street, and there's one dude's like making him be a messenger, basically. To talk to Zoe Kravitz's character. What's her name in the... Um, oh, snap. Uh, uh, hold on. She always going to be Zoe to me. I know. Uh, she is Nakia. Nakia. Uh, and he's basically just like, hey, tell her I say this. And then he goes and Zoe's like, tell him I said this. Yeah. And he's just like back and forth with this funny thing. But basically, he winds up going to the party, which sets everything in motion. Uh, oh, Zoe. What I, lo- what I love about... Uh, Aesop's character though he's my fa- this is my favorite character in the movie I, I think my favorite oh, character I think I agree yes. I, I think he's so, I think he he's my so favorite, funny 
quote in the whole movie. Which one? Yeah. Wait. Okay. So wait, can I just set the scene real quick? Because it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. He basically he goes to the, they go to this party. They they try to get in. Uh, they're like, nah, man, you uh, you all dudes. Oh, that's played by Tyga. No, Tyga. not that part. Tyga's oh, no. Tyga's the no, no, drug dealer who gets shot. Oh, is he? I the guy Tyga at the, the the guy at the door. No, the, the guy, guy at the door? the door is on the come up because he's in this movie and he's on Blackish now as like um, Anthony Anderson's uh, right assistant, his assistant, yeah. which is a role that I'm like, that's such a good role on Blackish. He's so funny. <laughs> he's funny in this movie. He calls him like boys don't cry, and they're like, yeah, he's like, look oh, at you're right. Boys okay. don't cry. Some it's shit. It's this dude, Alan Maldon. Maldonado. Maldonado. Yeah, he's so funny. So funny. So this dude, so Alan Maldonado, was like at the door, like, like, well, sorry, we got a, we got a strict like dick to pussy ratio. Yeah, yeah. And it, unless one of y'all little niggas got a pussy, and then, and then he's like, and then she's like, I do. She's like, no, man, y'all ain't gotta call y'all so bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he goes. She flat- this little. <laughs> Are you going to no, say that? him. You, this little nigga's a bitch. No. Like, <laughs> this little nigga's a bitch is the line. It is, so, it is like it is like the most offensive line, but it's so. But he just does funny. it in a way that's not stereotypical. And then like, because he's not trying to be hard, blah blah. He's nah. just like, yo, and this then is he, crazy. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I just gotta see some IDs. Oh, y'all don't got IDs? You ain't getting in. And then basically, but ASAP Rocky's character gets them in, and he's like, nah, nah, man, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't let them in. I can't let you do that. I can't lose my license. And Aceps Rocky <laughs> says literally one of the best lines in cinema, which is, and I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to everybody for cursing, but I ha- this line is too funny. Oh, snap. This line is too funny. Actually, no, I'll let you say the last He part just apologized he just goes, for cursing, and now I'm going to say the last so one. I'll say go, it. He goes, he goes up. He goes, hey, man. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't let you do it. I can't let, I can't let them in. I can't lose my liquor license. And he just leans forward and goes, hey, I don't mind having this discussion with you. I actually enjoy the thoughtful exchange of ideas. But you put me in a bit of a spot, nigga. Because <laughs> I can't have you back talking me in front of my niggas with at least effing your ass up. You feel me? Yo. <laughs> okay, he says, just for everyone who's to translate, he says, hey. fucking your ass up. No, what, makes it even funnier, <laughs> what makes it funny is in that part, he he's like, like... He says it's so calm. He's, he's, he's like, yeah. so calm. He's like... Oh man, like I feel you. You know what I mean. I love the thoughtful exchange of ideas. I, I actually, but... yeah, I love that line. And then he also goes. Then he also goes like, "See, right now what we got is a slippery slope." Yes. Does anyone does anyone here know what a slippery slope is? And the one dude's like, "I mean, that's what that's what, that's that what that to do with skin." <laughs> like Nicka. Like, 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 but then later, that same guy goes. I'm still fuzzy on the concept. And Shamik comes after to Shamik. That's after Shamik like explains what a slippery slope, and he's like, "This smart little nigga." <laughs> I mean, everything about it. And then even what's so funny is that uh, Asa Rocky Dom cock blocks uh, Shamik later in the scene, where like Shamik goes up to uh, Zoe Kravitz, and he's like, "Man, gotta teach these little niggas they manners," and like just puts his arm around it and just. Looks at him, like just looks at him, and like he's like, and then he just does a little nod, yeah, like, a little nod, like get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you know what I'm that's what he said. That's basically what he said. He's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to a hundred dollars per day and up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. 
And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. And he did it with a smile, smile. bro. He did it with a smile. It's so much more powerful than than the image that you usually see of like a gangster just trying to be as hard as they can and rough it. Because to me, we literally watched this movie and I was like, damn, man, this this is the difference when it's like, Black people making a film. No, but it showed you the hard gangsters in it because the because the there people, are yeah the, there's hard yeah. gangsters and like so like since we're going ahead like at that point like the shootout happens and and ASAP Rocky's here to Dom push drugs and and, and Shmeek, what is Shmeek Moore's name in the movie? What is his name in it? What's his Ma- name? Uh, oh, Malcolm. Right. Malcolm. Tiger's the dude who's who, Tiger's the one who gets they're shot. They're talking about they're talking about drones. Okay, yeah, yeah and that's the, that what that's what cemented how much I love this character because then he's like because then he's like. But drones are, you know, like he like has this, he has this opinion about drones. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like but, the like, people that get killed with drones are not like it's like this very thought out. Like, but opinion. then, but then the dumb drug dealer at that point goes like, oh, because then we get a slippery slope. Right. Yeah. So then the drug dealer, so the dumb one, so even Tiger's response to him was, was an educated conversation, some, somewhat educated. Cause cause he, oh no, yeah, he it was, was great. Like, yeah, but like he was like, yeah, but they knew what they signed up for. I mean, like if I'm a blood. And I get killed by a crip. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, like, but then they, he follows up with, with like, he follows up with, like, 
that this idea that like, but then what happens if they get mad and they just send drones over here? You know right. what I mean? Like, like it, we're dropping yeah. bombs on anybody. It's so, so great. So it's so great. Also, in that scene, about. what they hit you with, what they didn't even like really talk about. It's cop violence because that wasn't another. Ga- I don't know when peeped it, but that wasn't another gang that shot up that governor. See, I thought those, it was no. Now, those are I, cop- I thought it was gang and cops, I, but it was just I cops. Too. The I cops came in. The cops, came, the people who shot Tiger, like a SWAT cops, team. The cops came the in, cops. With, but they had ski masks on. They came in with ski masks, but then when you see them downstairs, they're, they're the SWAT team. Well, I know oh, a SWAT man. team comes yeah. in, but are we saying now that the, the whole time it was cops? The, I thought it was the, the cops the whole time. People, see, I did the. I, I wonder what the it was a little bit fuzzy because I couldn't tell oh. I think people because for a minute I thought the the people with the the masks are be. the two black dudes that are following them through the oh first see I didn't movie, think that at and all that they just got out somehow but oh maybe but, it is. maybe it is but he goes the cops I don't know how the cops nope. showed up so quick though that's what makes that's me it wonder. and they and they arre- whoever it is arrests him immediately. You know, like like the co- the cops coming in from a whole other side arrest him immediately, well, almost actually, as if they were tipped. Now that I'm, they are tipped off, remember he said he said later snitched. on he's somebody snitched. So maybe it was those two dudes though, because it could it could have been they snitched. They came in right before the cops came in, blew them away, took the drugs because they still they wanted their own drugs, and then and then got Dom arrested. Yeah, yeah. What's so crazy is that so Dom puts the weed in the back, and the next day <laughs> it's not weed, yeah. No, it's not. So yeah, it's it's. it's it's, it's like Molly. It's Molly. Um, it's and, a harder Molly. And then, uh, like, when Shmeek's more character, when Malcolm sees the drugs and the gun, like, his reaction is so crazy and so big. But what makes it... Another thing this movie does great is just shows friendship. Like, yeah. like the friendship between the three of them is so strong. Yeah. Oh, chemistry. In the he runs yeah. away, and they immediately follow him. Yeah. yeah they but, immediately just drop what they're doing to, like... See to, what's to, happening to, to rock with yeah, him, yo. Yeah. And the thing is, at one point, like even before you get to that point when he when he runs out of the, he gets Zoe's. I mean, uh, Zoe Kravitz, like uh, Nakia, out, and like they're calling for him, but they see him with her and peace out. Like they don't, they were like, oh, you know uh, what, yeah. you good. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's that, that's what your boys, yeah. well, that's what your folks do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that is so cool to me. They were like, oh, at no point were they mad at him for liking her and doing that. No. They always supported. Even him. when even there is a moment in the movie where you think they're gonna break, but basically they're like, yo, this is too much. And uh, oh, Diggy. Diggy, Diggy, Diggy's like. I, Oh, Diggy's the, oh no, Diggy's uh, the girl. Who's the guy? Who's oh, the, the guy is um. Man, we gotta keep looking up these people's names. <laughs> hope, I got, hope I got here. I got it's it. A, yeah. It's important. It's important. It's important. You the know? thing is, when you look at it, the names are so out of order. I like know, on Jib, IMDb, his character's name is Jib, but Tony yeah. Revolori's character, Jib. Jib basically is like, nah, like, come on, man, like, I want to live. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying like, I'm, I'm trying to get a good I'm job. I'm trying to get a good job and help my mom out, you know. And they're like, and then Diggy's like, hey, it was our idea to go to that party too. None of us protested it. Like, we're all in this. It together. was Jib's idea yeah. to go to the party, which yeah, is crazy. And they're like, yeah. they're like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, there's that loyalty there. When he gets chased, they ride with him. Like, go faster, go faster. Um, oh, can I can I say my favorite? Like, since we're talking about ASAP and Dom, like uh, when. When Malcolm is on the phone, he gets the phone call from the from the hardcore drug yeah, dealer, I mean, yeah. the hardcore gangers, who you see, which is crazy. You see like the calm ones, you see the hood ones, <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, you got my you got my lunch." And then he was like, and then Dom calls later on. He's like, "Yeah, man, I got I'm about to deliver it." He's like, "Nigga, what the fuck you talking about sandwiches right yeah. now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he goes, and then he goes, "Listen, McFly, they're not." He like calls him McFly, <laughs> which I think is really funny. yo. Wait, real quick though. 
Dom also throws out a diss to the Fresh Prince. I don't appreciate. It's it. two Fresh Prince disses in this I movie. I didn't appreciate that. Like they diss Fresh Prince hard. <laughs> hey, hey, show. hey, dope. You hear me? I don't appreciate that. You know, I some, mean, I'm saying, don't but, tell me. Don't say the '90s had Fresh Prince like that's a bad thing. But Malcolm defends him and says, "Summertime was a classic." What's yeah. that? Did you write that line down where he was like, he's like, I love '90s rap," and then he references two things. He references Blueprint. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Blueprint and it was uh, something from the '80s. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it's some from the '80s, and he gets checked. He's on like, it he's so like, quick. that's in that. that, that oh came out no, what was it? Blueprint came out in 2001. What you talking yeah, about, man? Yeah, yeah. No, but he, that, but I, but I love that because it's like he checks him so quick. He immediately knows the exact years that both of those albums came out. Like he's it's like, like full of he's it. like, no, this this album came out this year. This album came out this year. Because like, drug dealers can be smart. That's what I'm saying. But it's like. So okay, the, the, the thing that we're uh, just, just I know we're loving on this movie like pretty hardcore, but the reason that it's so amazing is that you're in everybody everybody understands to an extent that black people aren't a monolith, right? Mm-hmm. Like outside of like the race, it's like we are we are like saying, hey, black people aren't just this one shared group, uh, shared experience. We we know that our history has that, so we feel a camaraderie towards other black people even when we don't know them. But every every black person is different, and they have different opinions and different levels of intellect and differing mm-hmm. levels of you know of passions and emotions and political views even. And but this goes even deeper. It's like okay, we know that you know black people aren't monolith. Gangsters aren't a monolith. Yeah, you understand? Like there are different gangbangers. Hey, the Bloods are different than these people who are selling drugs. Do you understand what that is? We're gonna teach you about that. Hey. This dude Dom is a gang, is like is a drug dealer who is smart, who 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 like participates in violence, but also like knows some stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, like this kid who you think is the smartest one also BSs sometimes and is capable of things that are not so great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there's just so there's such a variety within this world that you normally would think of as like. Well, I know black people aren't a monolith, but these are those type of black yeah. people. I mean, what this thing does is like what all those mob movies does, where it humanizes mobsters, right? Yeah. This movie shows you every aspect of the projects. You know what I'm saying? It shows you every type of black person, every type of person they deal with. It shows you their interactions with white people. Like, I mean, their drug dealer they met in band camp, you know what I'm saying, who they won't let say the N-word if they smack him in the face. Right. It's like, that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, What's so interesting is that when you think about like uh, the Indian community and um, the Latino community, as black people, we allow them to say the N-word. Like we feel a connection with them because of their skin color and because of what they have to go with. And in this movie, they literally address why Jib can say it, but the white guy can't say it. I mean, it's literally addressed. And even when they try to give the white dude a pass, Diggy's like, nah, it's a reflex. I still don't like it. You know? Still have it. to slap. You. They even they even talk about they even talk about without talking about um, the well, difference. Well, actually, but the, the, just to point out though, it's just Diggy who doesn't like him saying that. The other two are cool with it. They were yeah. cool with it because they needed him. Because at first when they had the flashback, they none of them liked it. But right. when he was like, "Man, whatever," well, it's like they they're just first meeting. Yeah, and they were like, "Man, whatever." Let's just because basically like, they needed him to get the Bitcoin set yeah. up. It's like, "Yeah, man, whatever." Just say it. And like Diggy was like, "Nah, still I don't like it." Right. <laughs> but it's like they. I mean, they even address. The fact that um uh what is his name uh Jaleel um Jaleel Lily's brother who acts super hard from the suburbs they address the fact that he's from the suburbs and the fact that he's light skinned at one point you know what I'm saying when they come in he has his hair like in like a little bonnet it's like yo this movie is so 
cool, so man. So basically, we go from that party. They, they have the drugs. There are these people chasing after him. They, um, they get away from them, and they get to – they're supposed to be finding this guy, <clears throat> AJ. So they get to this house where he's supposed to be, and like this dude, Jaleel <clears> – <throat> Played by Quincy Brown, who's also amazing. Yeah, yeah that's he's great. That's, in it. Uh, that's that's uh, that's Diddy's son. That's that's that's, that's Diddy's, Diddy's son. son. Like this movie right here, I don't know if people Dude. noticed, was produced by like Diddy. Uh, Pharrell did the music yeah. for it. Like heavy hitters so, was involved with the this. The other thing is too, like uh, the writing is so good, and like everybody, it shows. It, to me, it also shows how like really great writing can get out really great performances. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. These people, all of these actors were given a chance to shine so bright because they had a script that was so good and allowed them to do something that was a little bit cl- probably closer to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least allow them to be funny and like char- charismatic in a way that they would not have been if the script wasn't that good. But so much with thought, it, it, the the guy who directed it. Also wrote it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I believe. So. Yeah, Rick. Uh, do we? Sit, figure we tried. Out? We, we, so we tried to learn how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. From Uyiwa. Oh, that's definitely wrong. I mean, we tried. I'm it's so F-A-M-U. sorry. F A M U. We tried. Y I W A. I mean, the the, the script. You try. W A. This script was so good because I mean, even Chanel uh, Iman. Shout out Chanel Iman. Okay, so um, she's the, the the sister. She's the sister who, like, in the background, is just who's taking zero, off clothes, just like, zeroing in on Malcolm, just like, just focused, just so naked and so. That's <laughs> one thing that's so funny is that's Asap's ex. So oh, they really? shot this movie when everything was just crazy. Oh wow! Sorry, I have no random yeah. facts about but anyway, this movie. So he's like, so basically, Quincy is like, uh, Jaleel is like, uh, um, this character who's gangsters. just he's a fake gangster because his dad is actually we find out is a drug dealer. And so he's like, he kind of like is somewhat involved, but he hasn't faced like the actual hardships Mm -hmm. because he's lived with money. But you know what though? He's like my heart. (laughs) My heart heart is there in the in the in the the, what do you think? What was the nickname they call it? Even Uh, though I'm right here, my heart is there. (laughs) But like my body is just it's just. He is here. <laughs> it's like, yo, shut yo. up. Dude. And they make fun of him too because he can't say something. He can't like, say cereal. Yo, they he make, has, oh, like, yeah. he, put, he replaces B. He, he, said, he replaces he said, soft cheese a- with bees. Because he said he's a blood and he hates Crips so much. That he does so he C's. replaces C's with bees because he says burial. Just like burial. But then they're like, but they're like, but you just said, yeah, but you, you just, just you said, said it. this other C uh, word. These like hard C word. Can't. You just said can't. And yeah, he's like, I can't. And he's, like, and he's like, fuck y'all. Fuck, fuck all y'all. Like, he gets so it's like, on a case by case basis. Not a, why not a base by why not a base by base? <laughs> like I was in a good mood before y'all got here. Like it's and so then they good. start singing their song, it's cool. which is dope. It's boo. this song. Yo, this song, song is a so banger. Good. This song is a banger. Yo. Um, but okay, so and then they take. Then he. Uh, we're gonna explain this entire movie. But I know we're literally one of my favorite movie. lines. One of my to. favorite lines though is that when he goes, when he takes them, to, you know, to get like chili fries, and then the other gangsters find them. And they're like, they're like, hey, give us, give us our lunch. And he's like, hey man, we about to order lunch. You can order after us. And he's like, he's like, stop screwing around, nigga. Give us our lunch. And he's like, okay. And he pulls out his gun and he's yeah. like, he's like, first we're gonna order our lunch. Then you can have your, your lunch, lunch, right? <laughs> but you can get your lunch or whatever. Your, your lunch. lunch or whatever. But it's so get your lunch. But what's so dope about it? Before you even get that, is he like he goes and calls um the maid. 
and he wants her to get it. And she literally laughs she at him. Just and laughs and walks, walks He talks away. at her in Spanish, and she just laughs at him and, and walks, walks out. Away. Like, I mean, the movie's so cool because then at that point, uh, Chanel Iman Lily comes back. First off, it's so funny because they show you how drugs get named almost in this movie. Oh, right. Yeah. They kind of show you how, how it goes down. Yeah. Like, you know, Molly, they show you, like, you know, white women, this is not to be offensive, but they know, like, this tells you how they call it that white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know now, like, how do you, these, these things come to be? Because, like, Lily. No offense, though. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not trying to say to be <laughs> offensive, but, like, you know, they, you know, they call Coke that white girl. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, whatever. But, um, you see, Lily, Lily gets high off of the Molly, right? But this Molly is so good that Lily runs around the pees. street and then pees for a, which they make sure you know, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, my man can't pee. My man can't After thinking she could drive. Yo, that whole little scene. She thought dude. she could drive. And he let her drive. He let her drive. He let her drive. And that whole scene with the guy <laughs> doing the interview and he's like, <laughs> I tried, wait, he didn't say cornbread though. He it was his cornbread. It was a cornbread, right? No, no, he was, uh, it wasn't cornbread. It, it wasn't was, a, uh, was it a muffin? A pound cake. Pound cake. Pound How cake. am I supposed to eat my pound cake? <laughs> I'm trying to eat my pound cake. I'm I'm in Starbucks eating, ordering a pound cake, and then he also like looks at the white uh, <laughs> news correspondent. He's like, "How you doing?" Like, yeah. he like does a little like up yeah. and down like look, and I was just like, well, "Who is this dude?" But it, they just they it made every character have depth, even it, when you only saw. But them it for was five stuff seconds. you met, and then he talks to his man off camera. Hey, when y'all gonna edit? I'm trying to get a cut of this tape. Yeah, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like, a cut. and then they remix that. Then they remix that into one of those oh, songs man. like people normally do. You know what I'm saying? When people remix the news all the time. Oh, I'm in the hood. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, man, this movie is so... So, so then, but, so he... The reason he's in this car and the reason yeah. she jumps out is so that he can go to his interview. He has this 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 alumni interview right. with someone who's an, an alum from uh, Harvard, from the, right? yeah, Harvard. But he's also from the projects. But he's also from the projects. And, uh, and we realize there... We get there and we realize that this guy is AJ. Like this alumni is this drug dealer. Yes, this yeah. alumni who's having an interview with, who's going to help him get into Harvard, is the guy AJ that he was supposed to give the drugs to. And then basically he 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 tells and he him, immediately like, I, tells he's him. like I he's like I I. I'm supposed to give drugs to you. you know D. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because he sees like, the photos. Yeah, I mean, because he sees the photos sees the of Dom. Photos but of Dom. like to the kids. Yeah. In that moment though, like the the balls that that must take. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, well, no, what, what, because he had no choice balls. though. He had, so, like, I mean, but exactly. Yeah, he like, had no choice. like I I don't even know if I would have been able to totally. muster it. I mean, he has balls in the film. Well, thing but is, that this, dude ro- okay, but this film shows him Goofy this film shows him have Smith. fear though. Yeah. So like it was curse that, that he had to have though. Like, yeah, Shemik, exactly. Yeah, Shemik yeah. Had, like you saw him nervous all the way through this movie. But but the thing is that we haven't touched on. And this movie almost was like it was a caper almost. I mean, you think about it. At the end, like the whole time he's talking to this dude, the whole time he's dealing with this dude, we come to find out. Or reason I'm trying to rush this because we're going really long and we're only halfway through it. Um, it's like. He so he's just cutting right to the end. No, yeah, but I'm saying like we went, from, this no, no, is the no, moment that changes no, no, the whole no, no, movie. No, no, but no, we no, jump. Can we at least talk about this moment? Real no, no, quick? I'm saying this moment in particular when he's talking to the drug dealer. I mean, to, we had a drug dealer. Yeah, it's like he realized like this dude is putting him in a predicament where he has to figure this out. He has to sell drugs. Basically, he's like he's like he talks he talks this whole thing about Amazon, which is such a funny scene yeah. too, where he's just like Amazon. And you like, know, but he's, he's like, like Amazon still orders out. I don't buy. I don't. I don't order. I would never order that album. I wouldn't order an album off of Amazon. He's like, oh my god. 
he's like, but you do understand that Amazon still sells records. Like he, like you do he understand they so, can deliver records. He's so, the he's concept. so creepy. <laughs> yeah. He's so creepy because he's very matter of fact. Because he's very like, because what he says is he's like, no one forced you to do this. Yes, this is the part I did want to talk about. He's like, no he's one. Like, forced he said, no, you. you had a choice. But the because thing is, he's like, he's like, no, 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 you did have. But a it's choice. like, bro, you acting like you haven't been doing this. To people for but years. Isn't it but crazy though. You that, know what I mean? Isn't like, but even that idea, I was like, because that's what people say all the time. They're like, they're like, they're like, yeah, but you know what? They still had a choice. Like, you can tell me the sob stories and this and that, but like, you had a choice. And he's saying that to him. And there's a part of you that's like, he did, but like, no, what kind of a choice? Yeah, did he but Shamika looks at him because he's like, this choice was, and what Dom says to him on the phone is like, they're gonna take those drugs and they're gonna kill you. Yeah. And you're like, so would you tell him it's like he either has to run or die? Like yeah, no, those he are the had, choices he people had no, have. He had, he had no choice. That's cho- what I'm saying. It's like, the only choice he had was to like, get rid of that. You had a, he had a choice, but the choice was like, do you stand up for what's right and then literally die and, and die. throw away your life for it? Like, or do you try to like get – you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, exactly. what choice are we giving people? Yeah, and he weighs really? the options because he's like – because uh, what is it? Uh, Jib says, "Oh, just go to the cops." And he's like, "Are you nigga? Are you crazy?" He's like, "If I go to the cops, Dom is already in jail. They're gonna know I sold him out, and they're gonna come after me." Like he he weighs every option. Go to the cops. Do you give the drugs to the Bloods or do you run? And the safest was to run. And the thing is, I feel like what this movie does so well is that it shows situations that people in the hood have to go through. These choices that. People shouldn't have to make, but they have to. Like, this is a good kid who probably yeah. has never been in trouble, and now all of a sudden he has a bunch of Molly on him yeah. in the rare form. Like, this ain't even, he doesn't even have bottled Molly right now. He doesn't even have pills. Oh, he has the power. So basically, they have this whole scheme where they, where they, where they sell the Molly online through Bitcoin, you know, blah, blah. This, to me, this was like the, probably the, it was like cool, but it was like the s- slowest part of the film for me. It was like this is the part where they dragged yeah. just the tad for me, but it was still like the idea was like very cool, and um, and so they sell all the drugs and basically they come, they have that moment where we talking about where the the bloods like get them and they're gonna steal the you know money but he has the gun and so he gets it back, and it's over, and he goes back to AJ and like basically we find out that he's like set it up in a way that AJ can't do if he does anything to him then uh the money's gonna be traced back the money's gonna be traced back to aj so he like gets himself out of this whole predicament uh but this movie does touch on on one thing is like is there anything else it's funny because i usually hate uh, you know i usually go on rants about movies about rappers when black people have to play drug dealers or rappers and technically in this movie shamik plays a drug dealer which is very interesting because he may not have wanted to but he does and then he continues to do it yeah, that's like, the last thing afterwards. that I want to talk about is, do you guys feel like this is a black movie? I do in the best way possible, right? Yeah, though. right? I, I, mean, I, and I like, take, like, for instance, like, I know sometimes we always say, like, black films we don't want to review, like, but, like, I take, I take, for some reason, I took pride in this movie. It's like, this kid was smart, he made a decision on his own, and the thing is, when he did it, he kind of brought up a good point. What's the difference between this kid doing this and the white kids in the suburbs selling coke, the ones who are like, you know, I mean, what's the difference between this and like have those Wall Street dudes who steal from like poor people? It's like, this is a cool movie, so we see another totally. type of person. Okay, hey, let me rephrase it. Do you guys think that this movie was targeted towards like a black audience? And if so, or if not, even if it's not, 
do you think black audiences appreciated this film as much as like the stereotypical mm. black? I don't know. I mean, um, uh, I think I could sit down and watch this movie with my. I, I always just talk about my family because mm-hmm. that's the yeah, you that's know, your like that's my black. Your black family. Uh, your black. It's my your black, black family. family. Um, I feel like I could sit down and watch this movie with my family. I think that that they would love it. Um, I also think that like a lot of my cousins would like this movie and think that this movie was dope. Um, I mean, like as far as like this, this is not is dope. this is not that typical. It's you know it's not the typical like we're trying to reach a mass audience kind of movie when we think about black movie in that sense, right? Like it's not that kind of a movie. Um, it's a little more offbeat than that. But like, but yeah, I think I think this is a movie for us by us. See, but also for everybody. I I think it's for everybody. Like I I, I don't think like for instance, I don't think this is. I think what he did was he made they made an indie coming of story like that always happens at Sundance and it just happens to star black people. And I think that's really cool because I mean how like again, how often do we get to see the inner workings of a drug dealer that's not superhood? The the, the gangster that you feel bad for. Right. But to that effect, I do know some of my friends from back home who don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Because they for talk what about reason. Um, I know some of my friends don't like the ending. They feel like mostly everyone complains about the ending that I know because of his monologue about, you know, the two students and some feel like it's forced. And then there's almost, which I didn't know until someone brought it up to me, the imagery of him with the hoodie on, which kind of touches back to like Trayvon Martin and things like that. People don't like that. Well, because it's kind of that thing of this movie. Some I, I, mean, I only can speak. I'm, I'm trying to play devil. Some people feel like this movie didn't earn that monologue. Sure, uh, if that, I if agree. That, no, it, I I agree because it, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the movie is about that it, until that moment, yes, and then yes. you watch it, and then you go, oh, I guess the whole movie's been about this. What, I well, guess, right? I mean, right? Not, yes, yes, and no. Like the whole movie, the movie is mainly a comedy, is what I'm saying, and then it doesn't. It's not really preaching at you. It's in, in fact, it's doing things in a very smart way, but. Uh, and, and, it, and it makes and it thinks that and it and it tells its audience, "Hey, we believe you're smart enough, except for the end and actually the beginning. The beginning of the movie starts out with dope and it explains the definitions of what the word dope oh. means in a way that I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "That's a little corny." I was like, just I just my initial thought was like, "You don't need to explain. You don't need to explain the title, the title of your movie dope. to me. Like, I understand that dope means cool and dope also means drugs. Yeah. Like, you don't need to set that up. Yeah. But, but I think the reason it has those bookends and then the super smart, like, super uh, uh, aware, relevant film in the, in, you know, all between those little tiny bookends, it's like, they, I feel like this movie was marketed towards a wider audience than just black people. Like, I feel like the the film was made by by black people. It wanted black people to see it, but then it also was like, we are expecting white people to see this too. And when they do see it, we need them to understand, like, uh, what we were talking about in case they missed it. Yeah, like in case and it's you miss hard, it, and it's hard too. There because, is a meaning to this film, yeah, more so than just you la- making laugh em ups at like white. Uh, Tony getting shot. Right. No, yeah. but exactly. And like, and it's, it's a shame or it's, a, it's, um, it's unfortunate, not a shame. It's unfortunate that like some people then see that ending and then go, oh, I can't, I can't even deal with this movie. But like, but I do yeah, think, I that, think that's super unfair, you know, but, but I do think that like, but I do think that that is, it's, 
it's definitely part of it in a way. And then, but then at the end, that is what the movie is about, which is like different, you know, like, like I, I then sort of, I don't know, you then sort of start to feel like, oh, I guess all the fun that I was having isn't really fun. You know, you, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if that doesn't end on that note though. It like, there's a good eight minutes after that whole yeah. thing after his yeah. essay because oh, yeah. then you see him at the you know thought that but dance. like the 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 thing with the the thing with the the hoodie that i did want to say though is like you do sort of feel i was just thinking about that do you remember that um that hashtag that was going around uh, if they gunned me down oh, do you remember that yeah man um uh the like which picture would they use yeah. and that's and i i had just seen one re- like uh, like going through i had just seen one right before watching the movie again. So then at the end, like there's the, there's the scene where like he pulls the gun and then you're like, Oh man, shoes on the other foot. In that, in that moment, it becomes very clear. And then not too long after that is this, is him doing this new essay. And then like, you know, it just, it, it becomes more poignant in that way. And so I do think that like, I don't think that it's like forced necessarily to do it, but it does sort of feel those ending parts do feel somewhat different than what we had been watching which, which i'm fine with because the thing is i feel like when this movie came out it not when it came out but probably when they were making it the trayvon martin trayvon martin verdict had come out yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like at that point i mean it was trayvon martin oh my god there's like i'm trying to think there was Woo! so many deaths yeah after trayvon martin i mean if they got me down was inspired by Michael Brown though, right? Yeah, because Specifically, because, because Michael Brown, the photo they chose of him. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I mean, everyone has that. Like everyone has a thing. You try to like be playful. Like how many of your white friends always have like I'm gonna look hard and gangster in the photo. I'm pretty sure if they got shot, it's always gonna be the photo of them reading the book. Whereas the black person, the moment you don't smile in the photo, that's the oh, photo. That's the CNN. one. CNN because, putting that because, photo in. Yeah, that's the one. But what this, all right. But that's the thing though. But the thing about this movie though is. Even with that ending, I think it works because I, yeah. I felt like it still I, referenced I this kid. It. I think I it no, it's not. It, it is nice. Who, to me, I know who they were trying to reach with that ending. Like I agree, and I think, and I'm like, and those people need to hear it, and they need I agree. to hear it, and they're not going to, they're not going to unless you're like, hey, 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 listen, you, to this. you really enjoy this film, right? Like you need to listen to this for yeah, a second. I love. Yeah. All right, great. Let's go back to the movie and let's end it. Um, uh, that being said. This movie didn't have a swirl. No, no it, it didn't. didn't have a swirl. But can, well, but, but you know what? Well, but you know what? What? You know what I think this movie should have had? This movie should have had a scene with me and Zoe Kravitz. Oh, please don't do this. You know, I feel oh, like this no, scene. Please, I, I thought you were going to do this segment shows you know up every now and again. See, no, this, you should have done that with Diggy. This, but no, you're going to do no, Gerard no, no. and Zoe. No, listen, wow. Let me tell you okay. why. This segment shows because, up every now and again. I think I like it. Because I, the thing is, if I could, if I could pick, like in real life, the type of woman I love, it is the, like Zoe Kravitz is the embodiment of that. Well, what happened to Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson's beautiful. I mean, she's just, great. But, but I just love that edge of Zoe. type of woman. Like Zoe, so this is my thing. So I think, I think there should have been a scene, right? And that should have been a scene. So at the end of the movie, women, you can turn off. Like, <laughs> no, no, listen to this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be wonderful. So at, the, so at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, right? Like, uh, well, Malcolm is now in his drug dealer persona. He comes back and knocks on uh, Nakia's door, and if she doesn't answer, she uh, he like puts a letter under the door, mm-hmm. like the ticket to his prom. Yeah. Like I'm there though. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> my character's there. Hands out, and suddenly, my, suddenly wait, a wait, new wait, character wait, 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 is here. Wait, 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 wait. She doesn't come to the door because you're there. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. She there, but then, like, she's sad. And then, like, all of a sudden, you see DeAndre. That's my name. DeAndre. Why? DeAndre DeAndre comes to the door. Why? I don't like this. Oh, hit me up. DeAndre comes to the door. Opens the door, picks up the letter. Nah, bro, she good. I respect her already. Closes the door again. Hold on. What? Hold on. Closes the door again. Closes the door again. Why did you have such a deep voice? (laughs) Because I'm trying to let let him know. Trying to let him know what's happening right now. Because this is the thing about Zoe's character. Like, she said she ain't like them type of niggas. You know what I'm saying? She wanted somebody that was, you know, different. So, DeAndre, oh what DeAndre does, DeAndre goes to USC. Okay, DeAndre studies film at USC. Um, so, the whole okay. time, they go back they go back into the apartment. They realize they got books and they got films. So she's doing her work and he's doing his work side by side. Then, all of a sudden, she's like, man, I thought he had hope. Talking about, talking about Malcolm, he's like, yeah, you can't save them all. And then we had that moment we gave save them all. <laughs> then we had that moment. We had that moment we turn, we look at each other's eyes, and like, you ain't gotta save me. That's my line. That's my line to Zoe. Then she like, uh. then she like, then she like, I know. And then she presses the remote control, and then Siri plays some rock music because you know Zoe like that rock music. You know what I'm saying? It plays like it plays like some uh, what's it called? Uh, it plays Method Man and um, Limp Bizkit because <laughs> you get rapping rock. And then Ew. we passionately Ew, make love limp right biscuit. there on the floor. Wow, why is it limp oh, Because I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to combine her her real life persona with the rap in the movie. Right, so right. I feel like that's a good blend biscuit. too. Enough yeah. of that. Why you guys say enough of that, man? Come I mean, on. honestly, what if she made out to to the Lenny <laughs> Oh, that'd be so weird. Honestly, no, enough of that. No, that's weird. Bro, like, what's happening to you, man? I feel like you, enough of that. I feel like slowly throughout this podcast, I don't know what's happening. The I'm series sorry. of this Ray Lock is slowly returning to the dark side this whole time. Man, um, oh shit! All right, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should wrap this up. You Why did nothing. you say that? Like, you got nothing. Dude. You ain't got nothing. You have no movie to say right now. Yeah, <laughs> the movie bait though. The movie no, bait on Jamie Foxx. No, just like real quick. It's a, it's a movie that like about someone who like doesn't realize uh, that the he's movie bait. Well, he was a robber and he was trying to get the prongs. Yeah, the got, movie. Like... The movie bait. What? It's a what movie about, about someone who like you know like he's a criminal. Like if he is a criminal, but then later in the movie he has a change he become he is released and he doesn't he stop he doesn't think that he's a criminal anymore we, so we like Jamie so Foxx's fro so he thinks movie. he's doing something else remember his fro his, <laughs> his fro was so bad in that movie <laughs> oh goodness that was such Great. a bad movie but, but it <laughs> let's get to let's get to way too much time on this, yeah, su- let's, this segment let's get to the calls no but a bait, bait though Ray locks it up the calls man no bait no the bait movie bait though okay um it's time for the cause we review films uh, not based on how well uh, we think they did critically or how much we like them personally, but how much they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. We give it either a black fist, meaning it fully helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing. Ready? Oh, also, can I just say one thing? For the last couple of movies, James has not picked the right thing. Yeah. How about you get your life together, James? Also, what if we threw him off? Oh, I don't give up. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. I, count I don't give up. All right, count to three. You going to start at three, two, one, or one, two, three? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Are you going to start at uh, one? Shoot, he's starting. Two. All right. Three. 
There we go. I knew that was coming. Let's not even pretend. Three, know, three black fists. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Usually, I'll start. Yeah. Usually, I don't give films, you know, FUBU films, black fists. One, I don't actually think this was a FUBU. It's film. not, though, right? Because literally, any... there's a message at the end that's like, yeah. if I was white, yeah. would you it's talk like to me? It's like clearly talking to white people. <laughs> but also, it's, but like, also... Oh, it's like so obviously, like, hey, hey, yo, white people in the theater, listen up. Yeah, but also it's Yo, okay. Black people keep chilling for a second. Boo-boo set. films that we we're not crap like Yeah, no, I mean not. I think like, we've we've made it clear that no, we actually true. just we love movies. We love movies. So long yeah. as we so, are and think also good. even though that even though this film uh you know it has, you know, what quote unquote the stereo stereotype role, it portrays those roles in such a nuanced way that it actually isn't a stereotype. Because it's showing people that first of all, even gangbangers aren't a monolith. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know why people get into the drug ring. You know, it's not it's not excusing it. It's not saying that it's right. But you know, the film clearly shows like gang violence is horrible. It shows a person die from it. You know what I mean? It, it shows many people die from it. Actually, it shows the the harm that comes from it. But it also is like it's more complicated than you think. And to just write off a whole section of society and act like they have as much choice as you do to not enter a life of crime is wrong. And then the movie does all that by being literally one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Like, there are so many funny moments in this movie. And the real reason that I'm giving it a fist is because so many actors shine because the script is so freaking good. I cannot believe it didn't get it nominated for an Academy Award. It should have won. Anyway, it's so good that it makes so many actors shine. Literally, I was like, oh, we have to look up these people's names. You know what I mean? Um, all of them. Shamik Moore, Tony, uh, you know, Kiersey, you know, freaking ASAP Rocky, even Blake Anderson, Quincy Brown, all those. Dudes. Oh, Rick Fox. We got to give a shout out to Rick Fox. Oh, yeah. He was in. Hey, Rick, what's Rick? up, Rick? Yo, Rick got, Fox? We just gonna do our podcast, man. Yeah, Rick. Where you at, Rick? Yo, yeah, Rick. He, he told us on multiple occasions that he would do our has podcast. Has he been in Yo, New York? Rick. I don't think he's been no, in New he York. No, he hasn't. Yet. He hasn't. But anyway, Rick Fox was in it for like one moment. But even his line where he was like, see? Where they're literally doing drugs in the corner. Yeah. They're like, see? This shows that the school... <laughs> the system is working. The system is right. working. There's still a ladder to success. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this movie's dope. Uh, pun intended. And uh, Blackfist. You want to go next? Let me go next. I go next. Okay. I mean, I agree with everything uh, Braylock just said. Of course you do. It's just to me the and I and, and guys, literally, I usually hate when models, rappers in movies. I usually hate when black there's people are playing drug dealers. And yeah, and I hate when people are playing drug dealers. But it's not um, just that. It's not. And the thing about this movie is that's so touching to me. Is that it shows a black geek from the projects. Oh. And that's so cool because it's like Uh-oh. when you see, I mean, like I grew up right, seeing himself in the movie. Yeah, like like I grew up, I read comics on Uh-oh. a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? And people like people do make fun of you. And if you're that black geeky, like you're like that black geeky kid, you gotta do something else. You either better be funny because if you ain't funny, you can get your ass whooped. You better be super smart because if you're super smart, you're always in uh, after school activities, so you don't have to go home or don't have to get out of there. And it's like to see this movie touch on that kid and the fact of. Some of the things that they said, like white kids liked, 
that they did was like get good grades, like Donald Glover. You know, like ah. for doing white shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's and for the, liking white shit. Which is so <laughs> cool to see though. Which is so cool to see because at the end of the day, this kid still loved his mom. You know, you saw the scene. It was a brief oh, scene. You saw Kimberly the scene. real quick. Shout out to Kimberly Elise. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't say anything about you this whole she's movie. She's a bus driver. She had a she great has like scene seven lines. She's amazing. She's like, I just see the road. Yeah, and she wasn't fearful when the when the, 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 the gangsters came in. And I feel like this movie did a good job portraying this female's characters. Like, even Lily, Lily served a purpose in this movie. Like, I know, you know, she was half naked. She was, like, on drugs. But she served a purpose. You know, Diggy showed you, like, one of the first times I've seen uh, a black lesbian in a movie in a big movie since Queen Latifah and set it off. Yeah, should have had a should have did a swirl scene with her, but yeah. I mean, the thing is, I, it's so funny is that this is one of the first movies that I didn't want to really change anything. Like I was just so satisfied. Like to add a swirl, I felt like would be forcing a movie that I just thought was so great. And the mere fact that the drug dealer Bug, right. The fact that the drug dealer who picks on, I mean, sorry, the, the bang who picks on the whole time, taking his shoes, you know what I'm saying? How many times I had my shoes threatened to be taken from me, man? I had one Yo. pair of Jordans, bro. Like one pair to my yeah, mom, a long time to get. And me and my boy got in a fight at a corner store because we had on uniforms over like our shoes and like the fact that we had on uniforms. And there's like this dude, I felt bad for the dude trying to take his shoes. Remember that episode of Family Matters where what's her name gets shot? You know we remember that episode yeah, of bro. Family Matters. What you like, I think about that all day, all son. The time. Like, that, that comes back to me all time. Man, I, I, I wish everybody in this movie the best of luck, man. Go see Neighbors. Watch the Get Down. Go see Spider-Man. Support these people, man. ASAP had an album that came out two months ago. Go get that jump. Go ahead, James. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I agree with what everybody said. But I think that like what Gerard was just talking about, about growing up, is like being a black nerd, right? And, uh, and seeing that specifically represented in the movie, I think, I think I definitely identified with that a lot. Um, the dinosaur I, movies you watch? Oh man, bruh! They used to, used to call James me. Uh, they used to call movies. me um, Earth Boy. Dinosaur movies? <laughs> like, sorry, not dinosaur movie. Dinosaur TV I shows. Used to be called, I used to be called Wait, Earth Boy when show, I was a kid. Are you talking about guys? That? We don't have to. I'm talking about dope right What's now. What's it called? That's the Lost. It's like some, what's it okay. called, The Lost World? I used world? to watch, all right, no, fine, fine. The Dinosaur Fine, sitcom? fuck the cause. I, no, uh, Primeval, okay, is a show I used to lo- love. The Lost World, that TV show, I used to really like that show. Very like, when I Land of the Lost, show, Land bro. of the Lost, the, the Nickelodeon so sorry version. sorry did this to you. Hey, y'all did it. I was talking right. about dope. You're right. Y'all did right. That's my fault. I was That's talking about dope. Back to dope. That's my uh, but but the, thing, the thing that I really want to say um, about this is it's, it's a very well-made movie about, about black culture. Mm. And it, and it 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 does not feel mm. preachy until it is until the until they mm-hmm. until until that one moment but it's a, but it's directly a, at you <laughs> but but the thing about it also though is you know it's not like you're like where does this come from right <laughs> because the movie opens with this idea of like you need to change your college essay so like e- even even that feeling like oh man now I'm being preached to it's yeah, like it's yeah like, you're kind of supposed to feel heard. that way. I think you're kind of supposed to be like oh god ugh, because it is uncomfortable and because it is but this is real shit and it talks about real shit and i think it's great um uh i just want to talk about my favorite scene real quick this is another reason i gave it a, a, a fist i know we're done but the, <laughs> we but when he's on the when he's on the bus 
and uh, oh my god, the song is scene. playing, and and he sees everyone from his journey get everyone. on the bus, director, and great. it's just like it's it's like a beautiful, and they're all, and they're all looking at it, and they all look, it's it's great, and even even uh, White Tony is in, yeah, <laughs> White Tony's on the bus, if you look close, White, White Tony. Tony's on the bus, and and the, and everyone's all connected, and there's a reason that they're all connected, and it's like this beautiful fucking thing. Anyway, uh, um, I usually don't so different. Yeah, they're uh, they're, this, uh, every, they're uh, also different, but they all but they all belong there. It's not like it's yeah. not hitting you over the head at all. It's it's just a very well made film. So that's why I gave it a fist. This movie showed uh, black people with layers and different varieties, so and it didn't pass like, judgment. They didn't make people look like saints. They didn't make them look like sinners. They just showed people dealing with everyday life. And my God. How rare is it that we see this, man? It's so rare. I mean, it's so rare that a movie is this good, first of all. And it's so rare that this movie is this good with a, with a, an all-black cast that doesn't, that isn't just like this hard home like thing about slavery or... Dude, man. This movie isn't even really about gangs. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, not. It's not like... Um, what's that movie? Oh, God. Boys in the Hood. It, it, it's, it, I mean, it is, and it... it it's but about it the you know why because like because because even the scene where he says like you know you had a choice no one ever says like you don't walk a certain path like no one says any lines like that right. you know what I mean there's no like there's no like this is bad this is good it's yeah. all there's it's gray area the whole time so much gray <laughs> you know all right uh, sorry for the long episode but this movie is great I'm not sorry I'm not even not sorry. Please, sorry we ain't sorry about it please go watch this movie back in my black man. voice code switch that joint up please watch this movie if y'all if y'all don't think it's good tweet at us go on Facebook let us know yeah, no cool but no, I love, no I'm no, saying no but right, let's, right, right. let's know how you feel about it let's know how you feel about it we'll argue back at you yeah we'll tell you that you're wrong and that you need to go watch it again alright uh, alright we'll see you guys next week time for some plugs please All right, it's time for some plugs. This is Jonathan Braylock in the studio by himself, like it's meant to be. Just kidding. Uh, uh, so here we go. First of all, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Also, Black Men uh, Can't Jump Podcast on Facebook. Uh, hit us up, tweet at us, let us know where you're from, anything you feel about the movies. Uh, movies that you want us to do just you know we we pretty much get back to most people so yeah just let us know uh we love hearing from you rate and review us on itunes give us that five stars leave a review help spread the word or like whatever podcast device that you listen to android people all right uh you can go to blackmanpodcast.com uh, to check out our show dates for instance May 22nd, we are a part of New York City PodFest. Uh, that's a Sunday, May 22nd, 3 p.m., where we will be reviewing the film Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal. That's right. It's going to be awesome. So please come out to that. Uh, tickets are only $5, so you really have no excuse if you live in the New York City area. Um, speaking of shows, I'm going to plug a personal show. Uh, I got a, a showcase coming up. Uh, May 18th, that is a Wednesday at 5 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. It's actually free if you are available. Come on out. Uh, it's a showcase, a character showcase, so just come on out to that. Uh, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. That's right. I changed, my, I changed it. I changed my Snapchat handle. It's at 
John Braylock now. John Braylock. John Braylock. All right. J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K. JohnBraylock.com for shows and videos and all that good stuff. James Third Comedy. You can follow him. James 3RD Comedy. That's right. I remember how to spell it now, even though it's a dumb spelling. James 3RD Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, all his on his website. I think he's got a show coming up in June. I'm not plugging the exact date because that's ridiculous. Um, Jara, he's on Twitter now. Like, at Jara Milligan or something and Jara M on Snapchat and I don't know if he has Instagram. He doesn't know what he's doing sometimes, but you know, follow him. And uh, I think that's it for the plugs. Next week, we will be reviewing the film Traitor starring Don Cheadle. Traitor came out in 2008. If you haven't seen it, go check it out and come back and listen to us next week. Uh, We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.